Hi everybody, welcome back to my podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying it so far, and hope you're ready for episode 3. Today I'll be talking about human rights violations when it comes to fast fashion. I'll be mentioning workers in general, sweatshop conditions, and some more things. While this episode may not be as fun as the last one, I still feel like learning all this information is just as important. Next week, I'm hopefully going to make a podcast episode about sweatshops and the conditions about them, so keep an eye out for that. Or technically an ear because it's a podcast, I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to start talking about the connections now. I'm going to start off with Article 4 in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Article 4 basically states... Nobody has the right to treat you as his or her slave, and you should not make anybody your slave. Usually when slavery is mentioned, you think about the slavery the U.S. had years ago. Modern slavery, though, is actually a huge issue in the fashion world. When I was looking at theconversation.com, fashion is one of the five key industries implicated in modern slavery by advocacy organizations. It's also easily one of the most employed labor-intensive industries. At least 60 million people are employed in the fashion industry. When it comes to the definition of modern slavery, modern slavery, though not defined in law, covers a set of specific legal concepts including forced labor, debt bondage, forced marriage, slavery, slavery slavery-like practices, and human trafficking. People are being forced to work in dangerous and unfair situations to pay debt that they may be in. Kids will sometimes be forced to work in fashion to help their parents pay. Modern slavery really represents a violation of the fourth article of the UDHR, and from what I have learned, that happens in a good amount of sweatshops. Next, I'm going to be discussing the Fifth Amendment of the UDHR. This amendment states, No one has the right to torture you. Working in sweatshops is already torture enough, but let me go a bit into detail because this episode wouldn't be informing if I didn't. First example I'm going to mention is India's clothing workers. Worker Suma of the Karnataka Garment Workers Union said when the women couldn't meet the impossible targets, they would be hit and called donkeys and dogs and told to go die. That's verbal verbal (laughs) and physical abuse. Next in Bangladesh, quick trigger warning, rape will be mentioned. A Bangladeshi worker recently claimed that her Sri Lankan manager raped her. This is just one story I came across, and imagine the others that didn't come forward. The Institution for Global Labor and Human Rights says that since 2007, at least 300 young female employees have been raped and brutalized by classic managers while sewing clothes for giant retailers, including Hanes, Target, Sears, Macy's, and Landon. Lanson. Just another reason to look into the treatment of labor workers for companies you shop at. Article 13, I feel like, has some relation to the discussion of human rights violations. While it may not be obvious, I'll explain why. Article 13 says you have the right to come and go as you wish within your country. You have the right to leave your country to go to another one, and you should be able to return to your country if you want. I don't see this often when we're researching about the human trafficking side of fast fashion, but sometimes bosses will take away workers' passports and will only give them back if they meet the sufficient work. This is restricting people's ability to move from country to country. 
By doing this, they're basically trapping them in a country, and it forces them to stay and keep working in bad conditions. Alrighty, so next up is Article 23 and 24. I'm going to combine them to keep you interested. Article 23 states, You have the right to work, to be free to choose your work, and to get a salary that allows you to live and support your family. Unfair pay in sweatshops makes it so hard for people to live off their salaries. Looking at some of the numbers on theworldcounts.com, they bring up how sweatshop workers can be paid as little as three cents per hour. There is no way that that is a living wage, and there's no doubt about that. In Bangladesh, sweatshop workers are paid very little, and employees are often paid late and slash or aren't paid for overwork, overtime work. Also, they aren't being given workers' benefits. Many countries don't have labor laws that are very strong, so workers' benefits aren't guaranteed. They also won't be granted holidays and the breaks they need without fear of losing their job. Article 24 says, Each workday should not be too long since everyone has the right to rest and should be able to take regular paid holidays. Workdays are also gruelingly long. Usually workers work for 10 to 12 hours, and in tough times for companies, they can be pushed for 16 to 18 hour workdays. Combining the long workdays and terrible working conditions that violates a bunch of human rights. So what about the kids who are working in sweatshops? The 26th article says that everyone has a right to go to school, and they should go to school. Here's a quick statistic for you. 160 million children between the ages 5 to 17 are trapped in child labor. Since they have to work endless hours to get money for their family, they aren't attending school. When a child doesn't attend school or drops out early to work, they're less likely to break out of poverty. The parents working in poor conditions can be one of the reasons why the kids do not attend school because they simply can't afford it. When kids balance both work and school, that is when their performance in school does poorly. There are some groups trying to change that, though. The achievement of the Sustainable Developmental Goal for Education rests on children being free to go to school rather than working to support their families. Those are a lot of human rights connections that I make when I look at and I associate them with fast fashion. Understanding what goes on in sweatshops is an important part of educating yourself. Obviously, this podcast is about fast fashion, but human rights is also in the title. It is obviously a good idea to not support fast fashion, but it's good to know why. While it may not seem like it, by not supporting fast fashion brands, you are helping fight for human rights. But remember, it is okay if you've shopped in the past fast fashion brands. I myself have too. Now that you know and like educated yourself, you can make a change in the way you shop. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family, and I hope you tune into the next episode. Also, feel free to check out the Instagram at humanrights.fastfashion. Thank you.